0: Just go to indeed.com slash blue wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Um, he also had a minion that was a cultist. So it's been confirmed that Zarachi is the like little a little yellow,
2: little, <laughs> like one eyed. Yeah. Yeah. One of those little minions.
1: Yeah. Um,. <laughs>
2: little yellow Kerbal just running around. Yep.
1: So uh, so apparently it's been confirmed that he is a cultist boss and that he can have cultists as his little yellow one-eyed minions.
2: Dude, if you're running around at nighttime and you hear, banana. you're, you're, you're Run the other way. Run the other way, dude. You Why know was it, that so good?
1: Oh my God. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast, the show dedicated to talking about all the progress things in life like music, content creation, and video games. I'm one of your co-hosts, Jesse Kazam. Uh, and I'm
2: Deritas. And I
1: we all just wiped. We just wiped. I'm a big boy. I wiped. I wiped by You're myself. Proud. Mommy. Well, we we the wipe the wipe happened. We 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 will wipe
2: we wipe we it.
1: <laughs> um so yeah, the wipe happened. Dude, yep. the like 48 hours leading up to the wipe happening, dude, was like because I mean everything we talked about last week, where it was like people were like, Oh, based on the position of the sun and how many characters are in Nikita's tweets and the drops of this day. Like it has to be like the conspiracy theories. And it just like ramped up so hard. And even I was getting caught up in it because we knew drops were the 29th. And we were at like the twenty-seventh and nothing happened. And we were like, what's happening?
2: Yeah. And like a sources close to me were basically saying like the patch ain't ready yet. Like people were like, it's really be like in, in hours and it was like, there's no patch yet. And it was yeah. like, Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be in hours.
1: Yeah, it yeah, it got crazy. And then like I like went to bed Tuesday night and one of my one of my really good friends who's also a mod, he mods for the channel and he works nights. So he was like, I was like, call me. Like, I'll leave my phone on ring. Call me if they announce anything. I had just fallen asleep and he called me and he was like, hey, they tweeted, it's going down. So it was like the middle of the night, they tweet, it's going, you know, it's going down. And I was like, okay. I was like, call me if, when the patch notes get released. Because I was thinking about making a video. I had just fallen asleep because it was only like an hour later and he calls me and he was like, hey, there's just really patch notes. So I didn't get like any sleep at all that night, at all. And then, uh, and then we went live, they they pushed the, they said it was going to be down for six hours, they pushed it an additional two hours, which was actually pretty, I thought it was going to be, I thought it was going to be down for like eight to 12 hours, like I, th- I thought it was going to be down for a long time, and then it came up, and uh, yeah, I don't know, then we wiped. <laughs> I, had a, I had an appointment
2: actually at the uh, audiologist to get ear impressions no. in your monitor yes. day. And, uh, <laughs> oh god i just re- i just realized i had gogurt in my
1: pocket this whole time <laughs> but how long is this whole time since like yesterday or like just before you came down for the 90 minutes this <laughs> is it still
2: good you think the go still <laughs> yeah, good dude
1: it's best served warm we're
2: getting dirty today um <laughs> yeah i had an appointment in the morning um and i was like going to bed and the appointment was like in like six hours And then right before I went to bed, I went to go check something and I saw somebody tweet out like the wipe is happening and it's like it'll be, uh, you know, down for six or something hours. I'm like, pretty good timing. And then I got up and went to the appointment. And when I looked at the appointment, because I figured I was going to be home in a couple (laughs) hours after, you know, like the initial leaving for the appointment, it was like it's been delayed a couple hours. So I'm like sitting in like the waiting room looking at all of the streamers, just staring at nothing, like, you know, staring at a launcher or whatever. I'm like, perfect. But literally, I got home and it was like I pulled up the first stream I saw. It was Pestily and it was like he was clicking through the character creation. I'm like, perfect
3: fucking Oh my dude. god,
2: bro. Yeah, so I just like booted up the stream and uh yeah, it was pretty good. That's crazy.
1: Yeah, I don't know about you. I mean, the big, <clears throat> obviously a big thing. Everyone's like, oh, the queues are going to be insane. Nobody's going to be able to get into raid. We had, the game went up. We had about 90 minutes of like literally uninterrupted, no like crashes, no nothing. And then the service just went down. Like, I don't know if it was just East Coast or the server cluster we were on. And then for about 90 minutes, we just like sat staring, waiting for it to come up. And then yeah. it came back up. And then since then, we haven't had any issues. Now there are issues and there are bugs and there are frame issues and stuff like that. But we haven't had like 40 minute PMC queues. We haven't had to get in a queue in the launcher like that happened a few wipes ago and we haven't had any like crazy crashes. So for how big of a patch it was in that sense, it went relatively smooth considering how some patches have gone in the past. That's not to say there are no bugs. <coughs> but,
2: yeah. I, um, yeah. So, I mean, I don't even know where we jump in. There's so much to talk.
1: Yeah. About, dude. We can, we can, we'll start with like, a. I'll start, I'll pull up the patch notes and just we'll go cluster by cluster because they're groups together. So, like, the first thing is streets. So, have you played streets and what are your thoughts?
2: Yeah, played a bunch of streets. Um,
1: have you played online PMC raids? Oh, Do people play
2: offline raids?
1: The Mom, very first God. thing I did was go offline because I was like, I know that I can yeah, get in, yeah, in, in one minute. Uh, you
2: know what I mean? Literally, the first thing I did was immersion raid. Like, yeah. gear up my PMC and just go right into streets. Which makes sense, uh, yeah. I ended up dope. killing, like, <laughs> six PMCs and, like, seven scavs. It was, like, pretty epic. Really? And I got, I got swamped with a three-man of player scavs. scavs. Yeah. And I was in, like, a bad spot. And, um, I mean, just... I had looted a bunch of stuff. So you're heavy. Which basically meant I couldn't move, couldn't run, couldn't jump. And I was stuck between, <laughs> like, an area where it was, there was like a, um, one of those highway barriers and then like one of the little, um, like telephone boxes. And then like, I just couldn't move. I couldn't, you know, and all I had was the RPK with the 30 round mags, which is like you spray a little bit, you know, to suppress one guy. And then you get a quick reload, drop the mag people are running and I'm trying to run and jump and I'm just completely stuck.
1: So it's crazy. A new map always brings, especially if you go early. So it's like, what can I jump over with level one strength? You know what I mean? Because I know, like, I know I'll be able to jump over this at level 20 strength, but can I jump over it at level one strength? Can I jump over it while heavy at level one strength? And then all the little things, like, there's a bunch of things on Lighthouse, because I've scavved it so much, where, like, there's a chair falling over here, and then there's a small gap, and then there's, like, a wall here, and any human being would be able to just shuffle their feet right through but, like, you find out that, like, you know, you're trying to run through and you're caught on it. So there's, like, so many of those places where it's, like, where can I not move through? What can I not jump over? And when you don't know those things and you're in a firefight, you're just, like, I'll just lay down and die, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, it's, like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do.
2: Yeah, I, um, like, the, the solution in a lot of those cases, right, is to drop your bag. Just the problem is... Is it so loud. I hate yeah. how loud it is. Yeah. I hate that they added that, that it's so loud. Yeah. Because in so many situations, if I like hear footsteps, you know, like yep. coming in, the only chance I have is to ambush like one. Yep. And then quickly rotate around, you yeah. know, just like hold an angle, shoot one, and that's when they start panicking. Like, oh I'm dead. Oh my God. And then like run around to a safer spot. Yeah. And you know, but like by the time I hear footsteps. If I had to like, exactly that, my stuff,
1: that is just so true top. as a solo, if a squad, like I've made videos about this as a solo, if you're fighting a squad, the most important thing is to kill someone before they even know you're there. Like, because you ha- you have to like change the odds quickly unless you're going to run away. And if yeah. as a squad, that means you have to be completely silent until you get that opportunity to do so. But exactly ditching your bag, that's going to announce to that to people that you're there and then you lose that opportunity. It'd be cool if a, the volume of the sound was determined by the weight of the backpack and what's in it. And then secondarily, if I hold Z, I can put it down slowly. Yep. Yeah. It's exactly. like a three full second animation. So, so like if you have an empty backpack, you can just like quickly and it's not going to make a lot of noise. But if you have a full backpack and you have the time you hold Z and he, even if it's not an animation, I don't care. It, he puts it down gently.
2: But here's the stupid way, like, around it. So I just did... I booted up my stream today, and I did one immersion raid. I t- finally took the AUG out. Oh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'm like, I wanted to know at least, like, two extractions on the streets before I took any decent gear there, mm-hmm. just because it's, like... um, So... And I ended up killing... I think I only got one PMC, but I just spent most of the time cinematically walking around, looting, looking at all the different areas. Yeah. and, um, And then there was one... It was actually like a really clean, super clean fight. Um, there was some audio stuff that we can talk about when we get into that discussion. Yep. Um, but it was just like a clean, I was holding a doorway, voip, not voiping, but uh, voice lining back and forth. And so was he. He okay. was like in Russian with the bear, and I was English with the oh, bear. Oh, that's funny. Just screaming back and forth. And he ran up, quick peeked the doorway. I was already holding it, and I just went, Prap! one tapped him in the head. He was dead. Went and looted him. He was at level 22 with a pilgrim full of full of juice like two car batteries just full of crafting stuff um so once i killed him i dropped my armor and my helmet um (laughs) picked up his armor and helmet and the pilgrim and he had a uh is it the mechanics bag yeah though it's like inside of it and then two yeah So, so here's the the way around the backpack thing is you just have a backpack inside of a backpack. Yep. You just open it up, you hit, you know, your discard
1: key and it drops it instantly with no sound. Yep. There's also, um, there's also ways around it. Like if you're, if you're <clears throat> taking a painkiller, right? If you're in the middle of an ibuprofen animation, I know that makes noise too, but you can d- hover over your bag and hit delete and it just ditches it and it doesn't make any noise.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, there's a couple of ways to like get around it, but, but I mean, dude, you should have seen, I mean, I was, i don't even know what my weight was someone in chat might remember but like literally i was two bars out of you know like the full yeah. movement speed bar and i was just inching yeah from some random place i've never been in the map and uh i just luckily got got pretty lucky and walked out to one particular place after like 10 minutes of just wandering and and i was like chat where's the where's, like, where the fuck is courtyard yep. in relation to this because i don't have a compass yet Yep. um and there's i mean i'm still finding places on streets i've never seen before 100 Even though i've done like you know uh, more than a dozen raids there yeah <clears throat> um but yeah i mean overall like streets as a map it's sick the atmosphere is sick yeah like everything um like i nothing bad to say about this map standalone, like the design of the map. Um, I mean, I have gotten maybe max 70 frames, although it tends to be around 50, sometimes goes down to 20 or less. I'm
1: sitting in the, Um, I'm sitting in the like 30 to 50 frames average. Maybe I've peaked up to 70, but every time I look, it's 30 to 50. Yeah. And and I'm stuck in that
2: weird area where like it, it, (laughs) <laughs> i don't know how to describe it i don't know if it's like VSync or my monitor refresh rate working with tarkov i've, I've been trying to toggle a million things on and off it just looks like like there's a strobe light effect but yeah. it's like not visible it's almost subconscious
1: it gives me a headache dude yeah i, I like, yeah <laughs> it's been interesting so i i completely agree like the butterflies like when i first spawned in that's why i would so i went in offline and i was pegged at 140 frames and like everyone was like oh and i was like listen this is offline like but i just wanted to walk around and i just want to see it and feel it and the atmosphere is so good dude there's so many different behind this building there's like <laughs> industrial like construction equipment. And then you go over here and it's like a little mini Goshen supermarket. And then there's the cinema and like every, all these high rises, every one of the first floor, the restaurants, there's back alleys. Like it's truly a really, really cool map. The scale of it really is throwing people off. I've had so many people come in to be like, is this smaller than reserve? Or is this smaller than, and it's like, it's, it's just not open because it's a square. It doesn't, you know what I mean? And, and because like there's, it's a big map. Like it's big. There's a lot to it. There's so many alleys. There's so many random rooms. And then like, it really does. So I'm a little torn there. Like I was in a building and I like went up a random set, like of floors. Like you could go up five different floors in this building. I went up to like the third floor floor. And then went in and then you open a door and you can go left or right down the hallway. I went left down the hallway and then I was looking at and then one of the doors I opened and in (laughs) that door was a PMC and I was a scab and he shot me. And I was like, this is kind of what I dreamed up when I thought of streets. Like there's an infinite amount of doors. There's an infinite amount of windows. There's an infinite amount of hallways. Like you have to just always be on guard because you know what I mean? And because, of course, we don't know like the flow of the map and the spawn flows and stuff like that. But it really does give that vibe on the flip side. There have been multiple times where I've been like, oh, you can't go in here or like that's that's my major criticism or you go into a building and you're like and you see the stairs and you go up one single flight of stairs and then it's blocked off and you're like, I can't go higher. You know what I mean? Like that has been a little frustrating.
2: Yeah, I mean. It's like when you have this massive open world in Skyrim and you go to, like, walk towards a mountain and you just, like, hit an invisible wall. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing where it's like, oh, come on. I want to go up there. Yeah. Um, but the, the biggest thing for me, the most annoying <coughs> thing that this is my one criticism of the design of the map is that, like, 60% of the doors are not interactable. Yeah. And there's no visual. Yeah. You'll have two identical models of doors. Yeah. And one, you just have to walk up and stick your face on the door, yeah. the, the the handle of the door constantly
1: you just walk up to a door and say is this one nope is this one yes but it's locked is this one and that's what's weird is some of them will say open some of them will say breach and some of them will say nothing and the 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 the, the difference between a breachable door and a and a nothing door is nothing like there are so many doors in tarkov that say breach that don't have keys like you just can't breach those doors so why do some say breach and some say nothing are the breach ones locked or like yeah so it's like that is interesting and so like now i say that I understand, right? Like I understand that, especially with how optimized the map is, not every door can be openable, not every floor, but make it unique with a broken door handle model, but make the model unique so that you know what doors are interactable and what aren't. And two, it's impossible for them to have hyped this map up for five, six years. And for me, not to like when I go into a building, I just want to be able to go to the top of the building. And if I see a sofa blocking the staircase, a little part of me is going to be like, Oh, you know what I mean? Like, and and that doesn't mean I think the map sucks. I just think that like you can see the the road map, right? Like like there's one building like in the middle of the map that looks sick. It's like got glass and it's all dilapidated and you can't get access to it at all. And like yeah. I can I'm like you know streets part two is or three or four or five like we're gonna be able to go in there you can tell you know what i mean and like the huge movie theater <laughs> cinema it's such a landmark on the map and you can't get inside and you're like oh yeah, I, see, can I don't see. care
2: about i don't care about any of the parts of the map that are closed that are going to be open in the future like that doesn't bother me yeah but there's no way that all of the doors that yeah. look like they can you can interact with like those I, I promise you yeah mark my words two years from now or whatever most of those doors are still going to just yeah, be JPEGs. Sure. And yeah. and I just it's super fucking annoying when you're exploring. Yeah. It ruins your immersion when you're like, let me go open up this door. And then half the time it doesn't show because you're not looking at the right yeah. pixel of next to the doorknob. And then so it just it's it's immersion breaking. Yeah, I feel you. Um and I I, I just I, I doubt they'll do anything about it. No. Um, honestly. It'll just um, be
1: like Nikita always be like, learn, learn the map. You know what I mean? Like, learn yeah. which doors you can open, you know? But overall, man, it's such a beautiful map. It's got such good aesthetics. Like, some of the, like playing a shooter, being out. So like there's certain places where it's like a building and then a sidewalk and then a three lane highway and then a median and then a three lane highway and then a sidewalk and then the other building. And there's tension in just being in the middle of the road. Like there is no place in Tarkov where you can be that far away from cover where you're just like, I am out in the open, like crossing this road is, is insane. So like it's, It's got some really cool vibes. There's uh, certain places where you can see the rogue boss, like Big Pipe and them, their their logo, their skull and crossbones logo. So I'm like wondering if you'll be able to see them uh, eventually in like certain places or if there are other rogue bosses that will be there. I don't know if you saw the clip going around on Twitter. Killa can spawn on streets and has I've seen clips of player scavs getting killed by Killa. No, I haven't seen that. Yeah, I don't know what the spawn chance <clears throat> is. I don't know what the per- you know we've heard in the past that um that will be able to happen, um and and that like all the bosses will have a chance to spawn on streets. We've heard in the past that you might be able to find a meeting between multiple of the bosses. I don't imagine that is in the game yet, but it really did surprise me to see a clip of Killa just waxing some player scavs. <laughs> I thought that was That's pretty wild.
2: cool. Yeah, I got um my first. It might have been my first scav run on streets. Um, I got killed by the sniper scab. I was just exploring. Oh, yeah. And it's like, there's no fucking indication. If there is one, it wasn't obvious enough yeah, for me yeah. who was paying attention. I just was walking. And all of a sudden you hear pop, pop. And I'm like, is someone shooting at me? Because yeah. you hear a distant shot, but there's no bullets coming by. There's no whizzing. Yeah. And all of a sudden it's like, bang, my leg's broken. Bang, I'm dead. And then, you know, you just see that you died and it doesn't say the name or anything. Yeah. It just, it died. just says like, almost, yeah. So it's like, really
1: Come yeah on that's the um the green flare <laughs> extract which is pretty cool like um i saw a clip of axel he had found a green flare so he took it to streets and he shot it off that one where you just like walk out into the street and you die If you shoot the green flare off you wait a few seconds and he just like super cautiously walked out in the middle of the street and he kept walking and he started extracting and he extracted i don't know how much time you have but that's how you extract from that place or at least I don't know where you are. One of the places. Did
2: anybody use that or is it just the that's person a good question.
1: Player? I don't know if it count, counts for your squad. I haven't seen enough clips yet because I haven't seen a green flare or anything. But um interesting. Okay. But yeah, so that's interesting. The extracts are yeah pretty interesting. Uh I found a few. I found one in my first offline thing and basically right now I know most of them based on the landmarks. Obviously it's all only the extracts too. um
2: courtyard and the one yeah. where there's the the like crane it's not collapsed crane but it's the one where you go up into like the dilapidated building yes
1: that's ruined house or or yeah and those are on complete opposite sides of the cinema one side courtyard one side okay so the crane one is in front of concordia which is the the l-shaped hotel that we saw all the trailers in Right in yeah. front of that is the big building that's under construction. It doesn't even have walls yet. It's just like 18 levels of construction. And in the front of that, there is a giant collapsed crane. And you can just walk up to that next track there. Um, but, the ma- dude, it's good, man. The map is big. The map is sick. It is, of course, a little depressing just to see the the performance. You know what I mean? Like... Every map has performed poorly. They have pushed this back so many times. And then even a year ago, they started they started changing that. Well, it's not going to be all the streets. It's going to be parts of streets. And then it was going to be by fall of this year. And then they pushed it again for optimization's sake. So I think there was a little bit of hope. Maybe I'm not fully cynical enough yet, but there was a little bit of hope that it's like maybe we'll at least get like 60, you know, 60 frames or something like that. And it's brutal, man. A lot of people saying like, I just can't play it on my hardware. Even with my beefy hardware, I can only get like, 30 frames every single time i scav in i haven't played an online pmc raid yet because every single time i scav in every single time i am i am constantly with like eight bajillion percent packet loss i've rewound in time like 45 seconds before
2: that's what that happened to me um it's actually like a video not a few
1: seconds like almost a minute
2: Yeah, there was there was a period of time where I was like walking and teleported back and then walked and then teleported back and then walked and teleported back and then walked. Finally made it past that point. Yep. Looked at a van, went into a building, went up the stairs. I was all the way back to when I was like, what?
1: I've been I've tried to loot some containers and they won't work. And I'm like, "Ah, we're in a bug lobby. And I'm like running down a highway on streets. And all of a sudden my character stops. My inventory opens and I'm looting a duffel bag. I haven't teleported back to the duffel bag, but I'm looting it in the middle of the street. Yeah. So like no, see,
2: today, I didn't have any packet loss on streets. When okay. I did my one raid, I did one raid today. Um, so I'm now, I haven't I not haven't risking done, my
1: stuff yet <laughs> until we.
2: I haven't done any scav. Well, I, I well I did like two. Yeah. But um, because every time I go to do a scav raid, um, it usually wait about fifteen minutes. Yeah. Don't get into any lobbies, and then either I go back or it just kicks me out right like the screen just goes black and you're back at the main menu so it's been super super annoying you want me to fix that Um, for you well so one one thing that i you know it was one of those like rumors going around that i ended up trying was remove auto server selection oh and i chose only like central and northeast yeah and then the next scav raid i got in in like three or four minutes or something yeah
1: the other way is uh, I so I thought this might work. I asked my whole chat to try it and I had like a hundred people be like, you just saved my life. What the hell? How did you know that? And I was like, I don't know. I just saw this somewhere. Go to the scav, go to the lobby, invite literally anybody in the lobby to your party. And as soon as it forms the party and your name turns blue, don't even give them a chance to respond. Just click next. Load in. For some reason, it's prioritizing parties. And uh, you can't create a party unless you've invited somebody. And as soon as you invite somebody, you've created a party, whether people are in it or not. And uh, I was like, I was like, try that chat. And like a hundred people came back and they're like, I got into streets in four minutes. Interesting. Yeah. So if it's like, I don't know how long it's going to work. I don't know if they're going to change it up. But as of yesterday, every time I told people to do that, they were like, holy cow. So they're getting yeah, into there's something wrong. Yeah. Just I was trying to dude. I couldn't get into factory. I couldn't get into any yeah, map.
2: Yeah. It wasn't streets. Yeah. That's yeah, I, I was same trying with to other do this factory. It was people it was were terrible. like, I'm in
1: 35 minute queue for an interchange scav. And I'm like, try this. And they're like, yep. So, so yeah, I don't know. Um, so yeah, so streets is great, but obviously I'm excited for performance changes. Um, before I guess we'll, eh, we'll, we'll, talk about this now because it's related to performance. Let's talk about the audio. Um, The new, yeah, the new audio engine, which they, they, uh, they even worded it a little interesting with like um, saying things like the font, like, oh, so so Steam Audio has been completely removed and replaced with Oculus Auto. People are, people are tripping up with this.
2: No, people are still blaming Steam Audio though for their issues, which is great. Because they
1: don't think binaural audio, they think it's Steam Audio, yeah. So, Oculus audio is the sound engine for the game right now, chat. It's not old Tarkov audio. It's not steam audio. It is Oculus audio. The final adjustments of positioning had this. People are tripped up by this. The (coughs) final adjustment of the positioning is available on factory customs, woods and streets. Other locations will have the quality of sound positioning gradually improved. A lot of people think that means all the other maps, except those have the old engine and these have the new engine. And that's not how that works. It's all on Oculus audio. I'm assuming that that means that they went. Whether you in, have binaural checked or yes, not. Yes, whether you have binaural checked or not. I'm assuming that that means on those maps, they've gone in and maybe hand moved some of those occlusion zones or done some refining off of what surfaces or whatever. They've done some hand work on those maps and on the other I maps. Hope they haven't. Yeah, I understand. But I'm just saying that's what I think they mean here. Do you know what I mean? So many people are like, yeah, I'm playing Lighthouse and it has the old audio engine. And I'm like, no, it doesn't. This is all the new audio engine. That's not how this works. It's just that they're not all there. So there's a lot of things. There's the new audio engine and what you think about it, the good, the bad, the ugly. And then there's the, I'm still calling it a rumor, even though my personal experience with this has been that it's true, that if you turn off <laughs> binaural audio, you get... um it's it's really impacting frames. Yeah. So there's
2: there's a couple things there. Um, I I'm not saying that that rumor is false. Because yeah. it's it's entirely possible that it's not. But the problem is that everybody doing the quote unquote testing. Here's the problem. We like we all know. Um. And if you don't now you do. Tarkov just has massive, massive memory leak issues. So here's the thing. Humongous. What people, yeah. will, what people will do is they'll play, and if they have binaural on, they'll play for two or three hours a massive massive memory leak yes you know like my first raid i got 60 frames on streets and then a few hours later i was getting 20 yeah. um but then what they'll do is they'll hear the rumor that it's binaural causing yes. the issue they'll uncheck it and then they restart the game which gets rid of it's the memory ri- yep. leak so it's it's entirely no. possible that just rebooting the game is the yep. it's, it's the memory leak that is making the performance better um, again, I'm not saying it's not binaural. No, I'm just saying
1: I completely I've been saying that as well, because like th- because whatever memory leak the game has had in the <laughs> past, it's worse right now. It's really, really bad. The yeah. memory leak is crazy right now. So I've been saying that, too, where it's like, I don't know. I, you know, I, I did some. Um. I turned it off and I felt like I had more, but yeah, it's, it's hard to tell how much of its memory leak, how much of it, because it makes sense that binaural may consume even just, even just a little bit more CPU resources could, you know, since it's so CPU bound, but I completely agree. That's the thing that's going around. I don't know how much testing has been done other than my, I heard it. I anecdotally was like, well, I had just restarted the game, like the raid before to get the memory leak. And I was like, well, I guess now's a good time to try to turn off binaural. And I felt like I got more frames on customs because I've been playing mostly customs because I've been questing mostly. But I have not been really quoting it as objective fact. I've been like, everybody asked the question and I'm just like, try it for yourself, man. You know what I mean? Like, you do you. But I will say, because I have played several hours with Binaural Off that I don't like... Wh- well, However you feel about the audio engine, it still sounds worse with Binaural Off. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you think so? I do. I do. I played with yeah, like I, eight hours with binaural on, and then I turned it off, and immediately I felt like I was like panicking at every single sound. Yeah.
2: Interesting. Yeah, to me... It's, An anecdotal there, evidence, once again. To, to me, and, and I haven't done any side-by-side testing, but I had it on because it was just on, like left on yeah. from last time, and it was the audio, for a bunch of reasons that we'll get into, I just thought was complete and utter dog shit. Yeah. Um, on on streets to start and then um on factory it was it's the worst factory's ever been it's worse than before mm. like literally it's atrociously bad yeah and uh like I, I don't know what to tell anybody that that disagrees you know maybe your your experience is completely different than mine yeah. um maybe maybe they have less experience than me on factory and no like yeah maybe not maybe i'm just wrong right but I mean, I've done fucking like 50,000 goddamn raids uh, (laughs) on factory in every single possible audio setting, Um, you know, and I did months of testing with the audio video. I I know how how factory sounds. Factory is completely fucking confusing. Um, And now it's only really in the like the stairwells and the office area because the occlusion zones before it was one floor, Second, You know, first floor, second floor, third floor, and then the stairwells, yeah. it was like there were the, the five boxes. Yeah. Now it's like 17 overlapping octagons. Yeah. Where if you're in the office and you're sitting there and you're just like, if you're looting the filing cabinets in the office, yeah, you'll hear somebody sounds like they're right next to you. Then they're muffled. Then they're right next to you. Then they're muffled as they're like going up the stairs. It's like inside of your occlusion zone out inside, out inside. Yeah. It's complete and utter garbage. Um. So. They fucked up the occlusion zones completely. Now, I didn't notice any issues on woods whatsoever because it's just one giant open area. So it's like, that's fine. Um, Didn't have any problem on woods. Um, Streets is probably the worst of all of them I've experienced because the occlusion... Like, even just my last raid, it's... How do I describe it? There's so many buildings where... You might be in like one side of a building where you can get into like the lobby and adjacent room and like go up a stairs and like there's a room up top, right? Yeah. But then there's like another part of the building connected to the building that's inaccessible from inside. Yes. You have to go out and around, but they sound like they are right next to you, whether you have binaural yes. on or off. Yeah. The distance is completely fucked. Yeah. The distance is you. I can hear people all the way across a street sound like they're right next to me. Some gunfire that's across the map. Sounds yeah. like it's in a building right next to me, like on customs. Um,
1: I could hear like fortress. Yeah. Super clearly from like boilers. There's like some sort of bug going on with interiors because on woods, I've seen clips um, of people like by scav house on woods. And you know how like, you know how where sniper scav is, where it used to be like, you know, sniper scav was up there and they made that accessible and up, up by sniper scav, there's that, um, like bunker where you can like go down and there's like treasure spawns in there. I've seen people like at outskirts and they can like hear people in that bunker. There's like a few interiors that are like crazy bugged And like you can hear from anywhere on the map. Now I haven't experienced that where I've heard like some, or at least that I could pinpoint that I've heard somebody's from like crazy far away, but I've, I've seen plenty of clips. Like it's very much so happening. Um, (laughs) Yeah, it's hard man. There are certain like I'll still say like there are certain places where the audio feels really good. There are like certain places where I feel like like uh standing at the top of three-story dorms and having somebody run up. Like there are certain times where like that does sound good, like I can actually hear them go from like really muffled to slightly less muffled to slightly less muffled to like up. Um there are certain places, there are certain um whatever it's called where like the sound is now um, taking into account the material that it's around or whatever. I don't know what that's called, but like hearing a grenade explode in a building that I'm 200 meters from sounds so good. The, the muffle of shots, the, the, the the crispy cackle of like shots in the distance when you're on streets, some of these things sound really, really good. But I will, I will definitely agree that like when it comes down to like I'm in a building with somebody, I have no idea where they are. You know what I mean? Like I, I like vertical, up below, left, right, forward, back. What material they're on, uh, and we've been playing threes. It's like me, Seal, and Valiant, and it's like yeah. everybody shut up and stop moving because like you, it it just becomes this jumbled mess. So it's definitely been yeah I mean I'll, i' I'll try to Do defend what I- of what I'll try to defend what I can of it, but it's it's definitely a little a little brutal.
2: yeah, uh, a good example of of the the weirdness because um, there's two things I'll point out this example and then I'll talk about some of like the distant sounds. yeah, um was so the fight I got in today on streets, it was a building where it was like imagine like a three story open brick. like there's nothing above you except there's some scaffolding staircases. That like go up the sides, and then there's like a platform that you can walk across. I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it, it was. I don't know how to describe this part of the map. Um, but the person was across the way in the other building, straight ahead from me, like three stories up. Mm-hmm. It sounded like they were two feet in front of me, mm-hmm. walking. In, I was like immersion run, like for sure, like looking around. Yeah, and I had to go all the way up, and then when I got. Up like four or five stairs in this big open room all of a sudden then it then there's their sound was muffled yeah and then I got to like the top stairs and then it was wide like perfectly open again it was so yeah, yeah it, there's see and, and I've experienced weird shit like that on a bunch of other maps too so all I can say is that I'm actually like extremely worried yeah because before the occlusion zone issues were limited to like five specific yeah. places on every map yeah it was like the staircases in dorms this part of you know yeah. this part of um interchange it was very select yeah. now it's like streets there's probably a thousand problematic areas yeah i don't know how they're ever going to solve all of those yeah um Yeah. so that just kind of scares me the binaural i don't know like what I've, I've been playing with it off so like most of the time and um I don't have any issues with left or right. There's sometimes there's some ambiguity front and back. Yeah, but I don't think having it on didn't make that any better like Steam audios binaural did. Yeah, with Steam audios binaural. I could very often tell the difference between straight in front, straight in back or above and below. Now I can't whether binaurals on or off sometimes Sometimes I can, and it's really bizarre. It's just super hit or miss. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be doing a lot of testing yeah. and I want to, I basically, I'm going to go offline with some people and do the whole front back <laughs> and I'm going to do a yeah. blind test. I want to do a video where I do like that blind test that I did for like four or yeah. five streamers, but I want to do that, release it to the public with like a Google doc where they can fill out their answers as they go along
1: that would and be then
2: sick. be like, Oh yeah, the community is 85% wrong. All that, you know what I mean? Like,
1: yeah, that'd be good. Um,
2: Try to reproduce some of the same things from the previous video, so that I can actually compare the sound from before and after um, to see what's changed, how it sounds different. Um, I I have a few ideas, but um, the only other thing that really fucking bothers me, and it's it's to me, it's far more annoying than the the issue that people have that we have with Steam Audio, where you'd hear like the faraway sound and then it would cut out, like that blip of like a scab yelling or or like a grenade pin now when I hear those distant shots all the way across the map, I'd say maybe 70% of the time, you hear like an echo in the opposite like wall. But it's like a really, it's a really boomy. The the way I can describe it is it sounds like, imagine I took one of those metal, like a big metal pan, like a pasta pan, put it over your head and I just hit the pan with (laughs) a metal (laughs) spoon. Just like, from like, and it's the reverb. So I'll hear like the shot and the initial shot muffled sounds great and then like the reverb is this terrible I experienced that actually when I was setting up steam audio in my little unity project when I was doing the video and I had no idea what I was doing I would get weird fucking artifacts like that and that's exactly what's happening now interesting so I I don't know It's really fucking annoying, and I'm sure people are going to be like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, I've, yeah. I've you know, got a 100 fucking clips and can show you. And, no, for sure. I mean, there are yeah. absolutely
1: people, and it depends. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I There are certain instances where I'm like, oh, my God, that sounds so good. Most of the time that I'm in a fight with somebody or I'm trying to communicate to my teammate where people are, it's not good. And then, so yeah, so there's like that. And then on top of that is the bugs where like the hearing audio from a certain interior all the way across the map. Or I don't know if you've experienced where like I've had Bush audio not play for me, uh, but it's client side. It'll play for other people. Like when I have had no a Bush. Bush audio or looting yeah, sounds, no looting sounds. Sometimes I have looting it's sounds. Great. Yeah. Sometimes I have looting sounds. Sometimes I don't, uh, we were, we were scavenging reserve and I hit the button and there was no wee woo, but there was for some other people. And then, uh, I spawned into a scav raid late. I had to alt f four and reconnect. And Velian and Velian and Seal were in the scav raid. I was loading it with them. My game crash. I had to reconnect. Uh, Seal called in an airdrop, and for both of them, the plane was making no noise. But for the, the plane was making noise for me. So like, there's there's like bugs. There's core issues, and then there's like pretty cool sounding stuff too. I don't know. It's it's bad. My copium is what I messaged you yesterday, which is like. We had Steam audio in its exact state for like two and a half years. I'm with like basically no progress forward or backwards. My hope Mm -hmm. is just that with this audio engine, they can constantly be working on it and making it better. I have no idea what I'm talking about. I made that up and I don't know how game development is or how audio engine is, but I'm just hoping that whatever I, I Google Oculus audio, I was reading about it a little bit. It's like a unity thing. Um, so I just hope that they can be they can iterate on it much quick much more quickly than Steam Audio and the and the old audio engine. But I'm making that up. I have no idea. That's just that's how I'm that's how I'm holding on to hope in my heart that it yeah, just I mean, gets like, better.
2: My my summary is that I think that in many many ways the new audio system has lots of problems and sometimes is complete dog shit. Yeah, and is a step in the wrong direction. Three, uh, like three days after the wipe. All I can say is give him some time. Yeah. Yeah. The problem is, you know, like, yeah, I, I I hope that this clip isn't played two years from now in a video where I'm going to say, let's give him some time. And then two years goes by and they change nothing. Yeah. You know, like what happened with Steam Audio, they went to implement it. Yeah. They implemented it poorly and then never finished and then never fixed any of the issues. And then just threw all the work way yeah. and then started with this new thing. Let's just hope that
1: Exactly. And, and exactly. See, the Let's problem just hope is, that's not the case. All the people <laughs>
2: that are saying oh, everything's fine for me. I genuinely am worried that like things like this happen have happened in the past where Nikita's going to say, "Oh, everybody complaining. They just need to get used to it." Yeah. And it's like be, my my and again, I have no information other than my past experience with this stuff, which I think yeah. has some value. Is that I think the people that say there's nothing wrong with the audio, I I actually don't think, even though it's possible, that that they have a different experience. I think their experiences are the same. They just don't fucking know how to tell when things yeah. are wrong. Yeah. That's just my gut. Yeah. You know, and again, I could be wrong. Time will tell, but I I just have a really hard time thinking that that the audio is fine for some people and that the only thing that we need to do is get used to it. Like, I know what it's like to play a game and have different audio changes and having to get used to something. Yeah. And how that's different. For sure. Than you're hearing things like in, in, the invisible sounds that aren't invisible. Yeah. You know the yeah. person's there. They're just 30 feet further than they should. Yeah. That's not something you get used to. That's not that, that's like objectively exactly. exactly. There's a
1: difference between playing Hunt Showdown and being like, what was that? What was that? Because I don't know what that sound is. And just the objective binary, there are no bush sounds for me. That's broken. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, it's just like this is it not working as intended, obviously. You know what I mean? So
2: Yeah, and there's tons of weird things too that I guarantee that the, the, like – in some of the buildings and streets, if you walk towards, like, an open window, you can be, like, 70% of the way from, like, the door to the yeah. room to the hallway. And all of a sudden, you hear outdoor sounds. And it's, like... Yes. It's just the you lean a little bit, and it's indoors. Lean yeah. a little bit for outdoors. Before, that would happen on the threshold of a door, and it was kind of, yeah you know, a little bit you clunky like, okay. and annoying. <laughs> now it's, like, it's the same problem, except it's worse. Yeah. Because now all these occlusion zones are are completely like yeah. clunkily placed and now there's 800 million Occlusion places where they're yeah. broken and yeah so it's i don't know like <laughs> so yeah i mean like give them some time we'll give them some time absolutely by all means but i can't not say because i get asked every four seconds no, every for four sure. seconds someone comes into chat and says i'm sure you've been asked a million times yep but what's your thoughts on the audio no. and i can't basically not just summarize it by saying i think it's dog shit we'll see what happens no i like that's all i can yeah, say over and i over
1: completely now. agree i get that that's the most asked question i've had is what do you think of the new audio and it's like yeah it's just it's no, you, you have to give a nuanced honest yeah, answer it's really rough single- i hope they make it better i don't know what yeah. else you want me to say if it's like if it's terrible and it continues to be terrible i'm not going to let it ruin my life i'm going to continue to be fun playing this game but i'm going to tell you that it's pretty bad it's in rough shape but my hope is that they'll fix it. So it's like, it's been yeah. 70 hours. It's rough. Let's hope they make it better. Um. <clears throat> so yeah, okay. So we got that out of the way. Uh. We can blaze through some of this. So they they did add the enchantment table. People are getting so mad that I keep calling it that, but I can't stop now. It's burned into my brain. They added the enchantment table. Um. Some interesting things to it. Nobody's really done anything yet because you have to have armor repair kits or weapon repair kits in order to proc these, like features or whatever and the how good they are is determined by the two new skills in the game. So we haven't really experienced anything, but in the patch notes, some interesting stuff where, um, uh, rare enhancements can only be applied at the elite level of the corresponding skill. So there's, there's two different types of enhancements are normal and rare ones. The rare ones, you can't even start getting rare ones on your stuff. And so you have the elite either light or heavy armor, the normal ones that you can get at any time. Uh, the chance and strength of a normal standard enhancement depends on the level of the corresponding skill. Um, for body armor and plate carriers, the enhancements reduce damage uh, a character receives. Weapons can have two types of enhancements. It can either decrease malfunction chance or increase accuracy. Um, the enhancement is effective within a certain range of the item's technical condition, which means if it's z- that armor gets zeroed, it loses that thing and will be removed in the case of another repair. So if you repair something, it enhances it, and you repair it again, it removes it, I think. Um, the enhancement uh, changes the value of the item, the selling price to the uh, insurance and the flea market fee. Um, the intelligence skill now affects the amount of repair points that will be spent on repairs, which I actually like. Um <clears throat> uh Oh, and the max durability. Okay, yeah. So the intelligence skill will determine how like so let's say you have an armor repair kit. The intelligence skill will determine how many points of that armor repair kit will be spent on a repair and the core the light armor or heavy armor skill depending on how they are will det- will determine so like a, a a light armor can be repaired better the higher you are in that skill. So there's like a lot more complexity around the thing. They added the new light and uh, heavy armor skills, which is interesting. So it's just not something anybody's really seen yet because nobody's had the high enough level to really do it. Um, so yeah, that's interesting. We'll, I don't know. I don't know if you have any thoughts on that. It's just like, we'll just like, I see. haven't gotten
2: close to even carrying yeah. a gun yeah, or, or having anything to repair. And I'm, I'm like level 13.
1: Yeah, no, I feel you. Um, Uh, they reworked the charisma skill, which I like the charisma skill, um, now affects the price of insurance, how much extracts are the paid extracts, uh, and how much it costs to replace an operational task, the scav box and the healing service. So charisma feels much more like a charisma skill. Now the higher your charisma, the better prices, very fallout, the better prices you get. You know what I mean? From stuff, because it used to say the better prices you would get from traders and that was never implemented, and it would be broken if you were, like, you know, a giga I thought
2: it was implemented.
1: Maybe it was temporarily and then taken away, but, like, I know that recently, like, Rengar and me were paying the same price for M61. You know what I mean? It's not like Max Charisma gave people a discount from the traders for, like, some of the ammo recently. Maybe it had been like that in the past. Did
2: you test any... Did you look at anything other than M61? The only reason why I say that is because the dollar values are rounded. yeah. So if it says three dollars oh, for you, it might be two twenty, and for him yeah, it might be two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you you have to buy a hundred rounds to see what the actual price is, because it's never three dollars exactly, yeah, um, or rarely is right. So I'm, I do you know, That's just the first thing that came to no, mind, right? If you, I just I look at something like a backpack, one's twenty nine thousand yeah. six hundred rubles, one might be twenty eight thousand two hundred, yeah. or they might be the same.
1: Definitely could have been in, but I got max charisma last wipe, and I just feel like I would have been asked a million times why my voodoo was 28,000 when theirs is 35. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like I would have been asked that question, but that's not at all empirical evidence. I just don't yeah. think it was in the game. But now, instead of it saying that it even changes the prices from traders, it does other things that feel better to me, which is like affecting the price of insurance, extracts, operational task replacement. That is a use case for it, but doesn't seem as broken as like, meaning I can buy cheaper ammo or armor or whatever. Um, They added the grenade launchers, the M4 one and the AK one. Have you noticed from Peacekeeper, now all the M4 handguards come in two pieces, an upper and lower, which is really just kind of cool. You know the, okay, so we've had grenade launchers in the game. And there's like the five different shells. You know the 40 millimeter gray thing that had no use? You'd find them in grenade boxes. They've been in the game for forever. It's like fuses, the little gray 40 meter millimeter thing, but it wasn't. Yes. That is the AK's GL round. The AK one does not take the other ones. Oh, which yes. so it's actually munitions. Yes literally huh. today before i hopped on my stream Velian got an ak1 and he bought a bunch of gl ammo off the flea market and he couldn't put it in and then he link searched the ak1 and that came up and he bought a few of them put it in and took it to factory and that's actual live munitions like we've had that in a game for forever <laughs> you know what i mean um okay yeah so then they added the two gls the sr2 which i haven't got to shoot yet the aug Wait, the sr2 is that the shrimp like yep. ammo? smg yeah
2: I I used that. No, is um, it good? Once I so I got a marked key, the customs marked key. What? Yeah. Um. And in customs, in like a bag, and I went and did a marked room. So I have a I have a found in raid nine out of ten marked oh key. Oh my
1: that, god. Um.
2: Uh, yeah. So um. And in there was it was the SR two two yeah. and um the three hundred eight MDR. Nice. Um, and I managed to, I managed to, I was going to say, did I get out or not? I think maybe I died. I don't remember. Um, no, I, I didn't, I got out because it's found in raid. I just don't know where the SR two is anyway. Um, of course I, it was only the one magazine, right? It had like half of a magazine in it. So I ended up shooting half of yeah, a mag yeah. in like a fight and then swapped over, um, because I was actually, I think doing like a pistol run or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Trying to get the, the 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 kill PMCs with pistol quest and um yeah I don't know it felt cool yeah it's hard half to say a mag a it's hard to tell yeah. I'm
1: really excited to use it have you used the AUG?
2: um I used the AUG for the first time in that last raid I did today okay
1: I went on like a fourteen raid streak with the og I've used the og a ton it has it's, got it's pretty cool it's crazy, got crazy funky horizontal, horizontal recoil. recoil the very yeah. first time I looked at guy, I was like bam and I was like there was like no vertical recoil it just went like whoosh. And I was yeah, like, yeah. what the hell? And then the second shot, instead of going right, it went up left. And I was like, oh, God. Now, like, yeah, it's a little funky. Now, anything full auto, like, you can rush into a room and just point fire it, and it's going to be chill. But, like, it's got good ergo. Um, it's full auto. It's not terrible. There's a long barrel for it, we found. So there's a suppressor that can only fit on the long barrel version. There's a suppressor that can fit on the short barrel version. Uh, I've used the short barrel suppressor, so it's cool. It's a pretty cool gun. I don't know. I still don't know how modular is it. If I'll be able to put my own foregrip on it, or how the some of the different suppressors. Like, I don't think it'll necessarily be an endgame meta gun, but I went on a pretty decent run with it, so it was it was pretty cool. It sounds cool too. Yeah, I'm, I'm
2: one. For, I'm one for one.
1: Um, they added the Glock 19 X, which I don't really know. I got that in like the second raid. Yeah, is it cool? And I. It's. I mean,
2: it's just a, just a tan it's Glock, right? Slightly smaller, tan Glock. Yeah, I've got the Glock 19 IRL. Um Have I don't you think seen... I, even, I. don't think I got to even shoot it. I think I. Yeah. Because I did pistol PMC quest mostly on factory. Yeah. And uh, I'm pretty sure I insta died <laughs> in Glass Hall. Like nice jiggle peek. I'm at the raid right end screen. Like.
1: Have you seen the RSH 12, the Ash 12 revolver? Have you seen pictures of it on Twitter? no you can put a voodoo on it <laughs>
2: it's mother of god that has to be a bug
1: no it's got it's got the rail it's it's like the deagle in cod where it's like the super long barrel deagle and it's got the two rails and you can put a 30 millimeter ring mount on it like oh, you god. can put a voodoo on it. so it's a you s- can't put that on like a fucking you can't <laughs> yeah, put like an like m1a a <laughs> on, a, on an mp7 yeah you know but uh so the rsh 12 it's a revolver shooting the ps12 or ps12b rounds and you can put a long range scope on it. Oh my god. Yeah. It's... I
2: used the the nine mil revolver for the first time. Yeah. Because I literally just like had no money because I couldn't scav. It was I, I got in like nine raids in eleven hours. Yeah. I was trying to raid as much as I could on the first wipe days. So yeah. I was just like down to no money. Obviously there's no flea market, so I've got a bunch of things that like would be valuable on the flea market, but are trash to sell to the traders. But yeah. you might need them for later, so I'm just holding on to them. Yeah. And I couldn't scav. So um it got to the point where I was just like down to like 4,000 rubles, and yeah. Um, one of the clips. I don't know if you saw the clip I put on Twitter. Uh, no. Oh my god. Let me uh, let me pull it up for you. Um, I was getting really fucking triggered, <laughs> and this is like a segue into the fact that you can't get PST nine mil or seven oh, sixty two yeah. by thirty nine PS yes. ammo. I just think is trash. It's fucking terrible. Like it's it's the idea that we had for the top tier stuff, but for the for the tier bottom shit, tier stuff, yeah, yeah. It's like you got to walk around with like HPMO or or PSO or whatever. Um, yeah, I tweeted. Uh, it's like I'm glad everybody else is having a great time. Let me, uh, <laughs> let, me just, let me just put this in. Uh, I'll put it in both of our chats, so y'all can see what I'm talking about. If you go to my Twitter. You can see. Um,
1: oh, my God.
2: Like, this was just my this was my experience trying to get pistol kills. Yeah. I, I hit him six times. Six times. Jesus. And I did, like, no damage to him, and he was fine. Like, the raid end screen said six bullets. And naturally, I spawned in on Glass Hallway, ran two feet. And shot he a guy was six right times there. In the fa- shot a guy six times in the face, and he didn't die. And I'm like, yeah, it's, I'm so fucking glad that they removed PST 9 mil. Like it was bad enough when they removed AP, yeah, from traders because like that was the only nine mil round that ever felt viable. Yeah, and PST feels like dog shit, and now you can't even get PST. Yeah, it's just so fucking annoying, dude. I was so triggered
1: yeah. from that. I when I did stir up, I had some rough raids too. So yeah. Um. So yeah. So those are the new guns. If there's any new equipment other than that, I haven't seen it. Um. They messed a lot with the um, the settings for going into an offline raid. I don't know if you've, if you've seen. For co-op, yeah. though, it's it's su- I'm super triggered, they're bro. So, they're, they're so, so close. close
2: every time. I'm like, look at all these six settings. Cool, and I can't go in because you need to be in a group. I'm like, are you kidding? Yeah. I just want to make a thumbnail. I want to do some yep. immersive video, and now I can't do any of these settings. And you can't unless even,
1: you can't even, like... What I was going to do was just going to click enable co-op and then go in solo, but you can't. You literally can't go in unless you invite somebody. I yep. I'm so pissed. I mean, it's I'm glad it's in there, but it's like literally so close to perfect.
2: Just like the last time where they made it yeah. so that you can go in with groups co-op but it's like but you can't turn scavs off. It's like really? Yeah,
1: And now like, that's yeah. perfect, but the yeah. if you want to do it solo and and it's crazy because you would think that the solo one would be the easier one for them to implement because it's the server I run on my own machine. Like yep. I don't yeah. But Uh, Then you also saw some, a lot of the grayed out stuff where it's like the free cam, the time flow. So like, I didn't see that. Yeah. So like uh, not when you open up that box, there's a bunch of settings we don't have access to yet, but they're there. And one of them is free cam. One of them is like time flow. You can like change how fast. Yeah. So that stuff is going to be cool. Please Nikita, let us just do it on solo offline. Um, But those are kind of cool. Um, Okay. The hideout got the new shooting range, and they showed it. Nobody has it yet, but they showed it off on their Tarkov TV podcast yesterday. Did you see it? No, bro. I heard.
2: I heard there's like moving targets. Yeah. Or something. So
1: in the hideout now, the shooting range is like twice as long as it used to be. It goes tw- two or three times farther down. And, oh, I'm
2: in my hideout right now. I can see. Yeah. Oh, okay. Shit. I
1: need to send you. I'll find you. I can't find it right now. I'll find it and I'll send it to you on Twitter.
2: But and they better have removed all the bullet holes.
1: But it, dude, they have at three. Okay. At level two or three, because it's like level two, like now, like the other hideout upgrades, you have to upgrade it. It used to just be, you would build the shooting range. Dude, at level three, you walk up and there's a computer and there's different settings on the computer. And when you initiate it at like, this is what it was at like 20 meters. There were a bunch of targets on the ground that would pop up at like 50 meters. There was a bunch of targets on the ground that would pop up. And on the ceiling, there are targets that move left to right. So it'll just be like boom, boom. They'll start popping up. The ones in the ceiling will start moving and it's just like boom, 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 boom. And it's like super clean and like, dude, it's sick.
2: It's sick. sounds amazing. Holy shit. Bro, it's... Is there there some sort of feedback when you like, uh, you know, like a ding, you got a a hit? I don't know.
1: Maybe. I was listening. I was watching it on silent while we were like raiding. So maybe there was. I'm not sure. But there's like a computer and you can like run drills. I don't know if it like... Tells you like an accuracy amount or something. I don't really know. They showed it off briefly, and it was dope, dude. It was dope. Yeah, that sounds amazing. We'll yeah. see. And then, have you seen anything with the damaged wall? I've seen the damaged
2: wall, yeah. and I've been told that it it's the high the workout.
1: Yeah. So everyone, because we got in, everyone's like, "Where's the gym?" You know what I mean? And it was like, and I was like, "I don't know, man. I don't know." Yeah, gym's that way. <laughs> the gym's that way. And I was like, "I don't know, man." And then we started seeing the damaged wall and then they like took it away and then now today there's an icon for the damaged wall and then as of this morning you're going to hate this. Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> as of this morning, mop the floor. Yeah, you start getting debuffs on your hideout if you don't keep it clean, so you have to put a fleece into the damaged wall and that's how you mop the floor. I don't know. <laughs> and I think even that's bugged right now, but what I'm assuming is, um,
2: fucking brain dead.
1: What I'm assuming is that eventually there will be like a level one, two and three, and you will ultimately end up dismantling that wall. And on the other side of it will be the gym, um, separate from the mop, the floor thing. I think that that will be like a hideout upgrade path where you'll get to the gym that way. Um, but the mop, the floor thing is a little weird. lol (laughs) yeah but don't worry about that because we got the shooting range uh if there's anything else new with the hideout then i'm not sure what it is (laughs) um five new stims were added which are kind of cool none of them seem really crazy um uh all the labadabash gabadabadas version 2.0 so i can only imagine what that is there was one that specifically said blue oh i think i have one really the one called Oh uh, no, I think I died. Blue I Blood specifically mentions radiation damage. So that was kind of interesting. Uh the other ones are kind of cool. Nikita
2: said that, that wouldn't there wouldn't be radiation. Actually, I thought he said that they weren't gonna do radiation at all. Or he either said that or it wouldn't be until like the DLC or something. He talked
1: about the last time he talked about that was when he talked about the permadeath thing, which went crazy. I don't yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't I have no idea. There aren't isn't radiation in the game that we know of. Oh, hideout thing. I forgot. You can favorite a craft and there's a search, there's a search bar. Thank Christ. I was about to lose my mind. The Taz, the new Taws ammo that they added for the Taz event, the pre-wipe event, was all the way at the bottom of the workbench which was the longest list. So they brought, and I I did, I was losing my mind. Um, anyways, new stims. Have you seen that they adjusted some of the stims, by the way? No. Propital is no longer a painkiller.
2: Oh, I do know that. I found that out the hard way.
1: Personally, I like that because it's a 300 second 1 HP per second heal that buffs some of your soft skills. I'm okay with having that as its utility and also bringing a painkiller. Like a morphine is a 300 second painkiller. I'm okay with like, I feel like the propitol was OP. I feel like people don't want to admit it. I personally am okay with them separating that stuff out. I love the stims. We've talked at length before about how I love the STIMs. And I wasn't, last wipe, I wasn't complaining that the Propotol was OP, but I saw that change. And personally, I was like, I'm kind of okay with them separating those features out and making me decide what I want to use and in what order. See, so t- to me, I wouldn't say that the Propotol is OP. I would say that, like, there's a threshold where
2: the stims are ever useful to me yeah and for me all of the stims except for sj6 Propitol, the green stim and mule all of the other ones were always below that threshold yeah and then now it's taken the Propitol and maybe just put it below the threat like it's not they didn't make it now reasonable they made it now i don't fucking care anymore see that's
1: crazy i, I think it's i don't crazy have to, I never, useful.
2: dude i never have fucking time i never if if i if i'm in, in a fight Especially as a solo player, maybe mm-hmm. against three people, and I peek and I go Brr, and I'm fucked up yeah. and I'm limping. I don't have time to fix a break and use a painkiller and use a propitol. See, I am dead. I'm just fucking dead. Yeah,
1: I think you I think you have more time than you think. And I use I probably use 10,000 stims last wipe. I use I've used uh, seven or eight stims in combat before. Maybe we play differently, but I'm saying objectively, I completely disagree with you on that point. I have well, plenty. Well, you also
2: play with people.
1: So you can't tell no, me that. No, I've been playing solo a ton towards the end of the wipe. No, dude, it's not a solo thing. I'm just saying, I can't say you. I'm not going to say you're wrong. I'm saying when I play solo, I still take eight stims in a fight. When I, and when I and Not every fight. Sometimes I just fall over dead. But I'll stand my ground on this that like, I think a lot of the stims are fun and useful. I agree with you that for the most part, that's where it sat, where a lot of the stims were useless and those stims were useful. But like Zagustin is one you didn't list that you probably never use. And, no, I, I, used, and I, Zagustin, I only used it when I had a ton of money and I didn't just sell them. Yeah, and Zagustin was the middle of the pack where it's like, it's not, a, it's, not a, uh, it's not one of the ones I use most of the time, but when I have a stim pouch for a reason and I bring one, when I find myself in a situation where I got messed up I have three or four bleeds and I get behind cover, I go for the, the Zagustin first before even a heal or a propotol because I can stop the bleeds and mitigate the damage. It's not going to be one I use every raid. It's not going to be one I use no raids like the, a bunch of the ones are. So to me, this change brought the Propital's use usefulness down a little bit for sure, but it brought up like a morphine. So now I want both. So like, I, I don't know. I, I really, really think that I I use so many stems I love them and like to me it's just, it just so made it, set on this I love it, it just
2: it just made it like the green
1: stem now I'm gonna use the green stem and not the
2: yellow one anymore because the green stem is so fast yeah. that is gonna keep me alive for sure the yellow one would keep me alive in the next ten seconds yeah because it, it would allow me to get to cover and to start healing yeah. so that I can
1: but now yeah the Propitol might not be your in combat. Heal stem, that'll still be your ETG, but the Propotol might be your after combat. When I've killed the guy and I'm safe, I don't want to use an ETG because ETGs are really expensive. But I might either A run out of heals or B not want to heal the four HP on every single one of my limbs. So I'll pop the propitol, then start a CMS, and while I'm CMSing, it's healing all my stuff. Especially since propitols are cheap. Throughout most of the wipe, propitols are crazy cheap. You can craft them, you can buy them, you can find them. So it's not that expensive. It's worth keeping in your thing when you get out of a fight and you're a little hurt everywhere and you have to CMS your leg. Why not be healing one HP every second while you're doing that?
2: You know what I mean? I mean like, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not saying that, like no. Yeah, I'm not saying that that's not good. I'm just saying yeah. I'm I, like to me, it's I, I don't know. Like no, I get I, it. I actually don't care about the two HP in my arm being full. Yeah, all I care about is my head and my thorax. For sure. Um, but but to me, like the 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 propitol was I always had one. In my gamma, yeah, um because it was like, the, oh shit. <laughs> For sure. Like, I am it going was to the fucking perfect die. painkiller. Yeah. Because again, like, imagine you have a backpack full of shit. You're a solo player and three people roll up on you. Yeah. You do not have time in a lot of situations. I don't care who you are. Yeah. To drop your bag, get in a fight with one person dump a 30 round mag have to reload the mag while yeah. you have a broken leg and you're down to 120 hp to then also use a painkiller and then also use a propital for sure you just don't because the other two people are flanking and pushing you yeah you can, you barely have enough time to reload and use a painkiller let alone now use another stim that is is only like it doesn't have use in combat to yeah. me anymore it's only a I post-combat agree. stim so all i'm saying is that i just feel like like they nerfed that to me they nerfed it into the ground where yeah. it's no it's no longer useful i'm going to carry a morphine and a green stim um I just, the green stim will be the one in my gamma
1: yeah that's just insane to me if you have a stim case you have 9 open slots for stims you know what i mean you won't bring a propital for when you get into a fight and you win the fight and you want to hit the propitol. I'm not finding nine stems in a custom. I, I
2: never, I never said that. Okay. I don't have a stem case. Yeah. I haven't played in three months, so yeah, I have no yeah. idea what I'm gonna have in terms of cases and stems. Yeah. Right now, most of the things that people will find useful and are good, like some level five armors, to me, they have no fucking value to me whatsoever yeah. right now, other than the rubles. For I'm sure. Sell them. For sure. So many things that, like, so if I find a bunch of yellow stems and green stems right now, being early oh, white. Yeah. I'm gonna, as them. soon as I get yeah. the flea market, I'm fucking getting the 70,000 rubles for them because they're not gonna increase my survival chances in so many situations. Yeah. As much as having like a better rifle. <coughs> for you know sure. I mean? completely agree with that. So this is all, it's all moot in yeah. the future when I have infinite money to yeah. have infinite stims. Then yeah. it doesn't matter. Then you have every stim and it doesn't matter. Yeah. But that's not the early wipe experience. For it's sure. not the average player experience and it's not the, average fucking veritas where it doesn't have a million doesn't have a million of everything yeah. infinite money and players to back me up to cover me to be yeah um to be like diversions when you know like if they know it's one person and there's three people it's a different fight for sure than if there's multiple people because if you get pushed well now your two boys are gonna kind of push up and hold the angle for sure And those other guys might not push, whereas if they know there's only one of you and they fucked you up, the other two are just going to push you. And for sure, you know, so now it's a one V three rather than a one V one V one V one V one split up. Yeah, it's just totally different situations. um, I think the vast majority of the time. And yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm just disappointed because the propital was the one it was the the best stem, in my opinion. And now I. But I'm do only you think, going to use it when I have infinite resources. Do you
1: think the propitol, matter. like in that same exact situation where you're hurt in, in the other way, last way, when you hit the propitol, how many times out of, you know, 10 do you think when, when the two boys realized it was a solo and pushed you and you were hurt, how many times do you think the one, two, three, four, five HP that you got from that propitol, like,
2: it's, uh, like that no, fight? No, That's not that. It's not that. Well, that's what I'm it's, asking. The fight basically no,
1: no. happens the same if you use a morphine there, right? No, it. Well, no. Because
2: a lot of times that initial thing is you get fucked up by the first guy. Yeah. Maybe you kill him. Maybe not. If you actually, if you kill him, the other two guys are going to push even more. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the reaction. If you don't, then the three of them kind of will might regroup and might wait a little bit. Yeah. But so if you happen to kill the first guy, but you get fucked up, what happens is you take- my leg is blacked and I'm limping and I'm probably overweight and have no stamina yeah. or whatever. Right. So that. Allows me to get to cover to then open up my menu to wait a little bit to then look and assess. I can maybe drag my salua onto my chest, onto my head, and then get back in the fight. It 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 made me survive that much longer. Whereas before, now I need to go and then evaluate. Okay, what's what's my health? Like that extra fifteen seconds of healing could potentially be useful, um but it 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 was mostly useful for the painkiller effect. Yeah. And then the added benefit of yeah. the the healing. Yeah. So now you've taken away the primary use case for me. It was basically a painkiller that gave me some long-term survivability, whereas now it's yeah. some long-term survivability, which no, is largely
1: irrelevant. No, I like know, the, but that's it's what I'm saying. If, if you irrelevant. swap out a propitol with a morphine, now you get the greater effect of the propitol, just not the long-term survivability. I, I see. Yeah. What, yeah, I see what you're saying. So that's why I'm saying I'm just not going to use Propatols. Yeah, no, I understand.
2: Until I have infinite yeah. everything and I have all of the stems and I can afford to take seven stims every raid yeah. in the middle of a fight because I also have infinite resources for to sure. fix my energy and my hydration. And I definitely agree all with these that. Things now completely fucking destroy. I
1: have a bunch of propitols and I haven't been bringing them Yeah, because I don't have a stem case and I don't want to take up space in my gamma yeah. and I could just sell them for money. Um, I still like it. (laughs) Um, that's most of like the big things. Oh, uh, hold on. Let me see. Uh, FSR 2.1. I haven't really messed with that. Um, oh, Hey, don't worry on the, on the list of fixes on the long list of fixes. The very first one is fixed several memory leaks. So, oh yeah. And also (laughs) they
2: fixed the whole, um, like sliding across surfaces. Oh yeah, I I literally like my third raid yesterday. I Tony hawked for three minutes on the mountaintop, <laughs> on on woods Scoop. off the cliff. Died after no. killing two after killing two PMCs after having a bunch of quest items after you know all this stuff. It was trying to jump up on the rock. You jump off off the rock and it's. Dude, right I off swear
1: the cliff. they put things in the list of fixes that it was like a card that nobody got to, and they were like, let's just say we fixed it. You know, um, i was so
2: fucking mad at that dude that was the first maybe the first time ever i've died from just falling off of something oh yeah like from a high ledge not like there are times where i fell from like six feet and died because i had like one hp in my legs and stuff but this yeah. was just fully healed fully totally fine yeah i did kill sherman in actually i think it, no it wasn't that raid um, because i survived that raid but i killed sherman with like a 400 meter shot Ooh. Yeah, it was. It was like with using six, what a Mosin. Jeez, with the Mosin. You scope. have the PU,
1: the PU scope.
2: Yep. Jeez, sniped him, and he was fighting another PMC, and I was up on like Sniper Rock somewhere, and I just ended up being like, blink, hit him like three times, I think, um, and he was dead. And then later on, because I then I I went over to to go, you know, see if I. I'm like, I think that was Sterman. Yeah. And there was a scav with like i don't even know how to describe it he, first of all he had a christmas hat so i'm like i didn't realize that the whole santa was still and i'm like i'm not Do not me again either yeah so i'm like chad is this santa like who is I, i'm and i'm voiping i'm like are you a player scav or are you santa because he like was like would look at me and then like aim and then look at me and walk towards yeah. me and like and and then he like walked up Went over to the thing the whole time. He was aiming at me, looking at me, and I'm like voiping, aiming, like, "What the fuck is going on?" Yeah. And, and people were like, "No, it's not, it's not Santa because I think Santa has a bag, like a big, yeah, a big, big red bag. bag." Yeah. It wasn't, dude. It was Sturman Guard. He didn't aggro me. He was talking to me and aiming at me, but he never. And That's I killed gotta him. Be a bug. I shot him,
1: shot him to the fucking face, and I took all his shit. I was like, what "That's the fuck? weird." We, you know what, actually, that kind of makes sense because we, I ran into Sturman once and I killed him and we got weirdly close before uh, I was pushed up super far and Velian was like, like, that's Sturman, by the way. And I was like, no shot. And he was like, yeah. And he like sniped one and then they aggroed us. And I was like, that's super weird. And uh, Sturman ran at me and I was like, yo, I have one. I just ran into him and barrel stuffed his SVD. His SVD was right here by my face. He was going, gong, 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 gong. And I was just like, I had a shorter gun. So I just like sprayed him down. And uh, I got his key, which you need for the quest, but chat was like, use the key, use the key, use the key. So I used the key, bro, the first two items, flash drive, flash drive. I was like, let's go! And I got, yeah, yeah. I got the flash drives, and I got out with them, and I was like, hell yeah. Um, yeah, I
2: just posted the clip of my, uh, of them. This is the confirmation that they fixed. They fixed the... Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, they totally fixed no. it. No,
1: I bet you, I bet that was a really good... Man, I get up there all the time too. That's actually scary. It might be worse there now.
2: Yeah, it's it's just trash. It's terrible. That's but um but yeah, I don't know what the deal was with the boss. He didn't aggro me. It was probably bugged. His his weapon wasn't malfunctioned, or at least, yeah. I mean, I don't yeah. I don't know if it had to do with that. Um, I don't know what the deal was, but it was a really <laughs> weird interaction.
1: Yeah. That being said, some of the list of changes here are good. One of them being added weapon malfunctions for bots. So I haven't seen that happen yet, but that's very much so needed because all of their guns are at 11 durability. I was playing with, uh, I don't remember if it was Seal or Valiant yesterday. One of them killed a scav, walked up to it, picked up the Mosin, the found and rain Mosin, the only weapon the scav had, and it was 100 durability. So I think there's a chance that they... I think their range of weapons is now wider. So it was the only weapon they had? It was the only weapon the scav had on them. Mosin. When it wasn't a player scav?
2: mm hmm huh, So
1: okay. I, I think it might be rare, but it seems like they can, uh, they can spawn with um, 100 or really weapons. I haven't seen them jam, but apparently they can. Um, yeah,
2: that's going to be one of those, like... Um, I, I bet you it's just a straight-up No Man's Sky... Like it yeah, it, it's multiplayer, but the chances yeah, of yeah. <laughs> the chances of you finding someone is yeah, so unlikely yeah. that the, the chance of weapon malfunction is it's,
1: it's you, there. You
3: can't it's say there. it's not there.
1: You've, you you've never seen it doesn't mean not there. Yeah. Um okay. The rebalancing of the quests, that was the thing we talked about exactly as I suspected. People thought that they like every single quest they ever found was going to be new and improved and better. And I was like, I think it's going to be super, super sparse changes. And here we are almost Wait, all... Which, which part was that, you said? Uh, it was the... They said rebalance the... Uh, well, it was when Nikita talked in a podcast that they were going to redo some of the quests and then the community oh, yeah. like went away with it. And they were like, we're never like all the old quests are dead. New quests with this. And I was like, I don't think I've so. I've already done the pocket watch. I know. And I, I was like, I and... was like, I think the changes are going to be minimal and they are absolutely minimal. So some of the changes that I've seen are, uh, you know, the Tarkov shooter part two where you need to use a bolt action rifle and hit something from 40 meters away or more three leg shots and two headshots. That is now not just scavs. That's anyone. So if you snipe a PMC, it counts. So like little stuff like that, a few quests that used to be on a specific map. Now are you can do this any map. Like very little stuff so far. So okay. far. I I suspect that more of the mid-game. We're actually going to talk about this after the next thing I want to talk about. That I suspect the mid-game is what they were going after, going after with this patch more so than the early game uh, mm-hmm. anyways so yeah so some of the stuff they removed some of the stuff from the traders and stuff like that and moved some of it some of the hideout crafts are now locked behind quests so you might have workbench 3 but you have to complete this quest to get that craft unlocked so some of that stuff there's already a. B- I've already have a few streets tasks I haven't been to. I found a. I found a sausage in game and I ate it. And then after that raid, I turned in a quest and I got a quest that it's like to turn in a sausage. And I was like, "Damn it, uh, <laughs> God damn it, yeah." Um, but I already have some streets quests and stuff like that. So the quests not overwhelmingly different as of now. Uh, there was some new gunsmith, gunsmiths. Uh, like Gunsmith 4, some people are getting to, uh, has changed a lot. I don't know if they're, they've added to the gunsmith chain. I don't know if they've just changed them. Gunsmith 1, 2, and 3, I think, are the same. But 4, people are posting a bunch of screenshots that Gunsmith 4 has changed quite a bit. Um, okay. So I think more of the mid-game quests will be different than early-game quests. I still don't think they will all be different. I don't think it'll be a completely different mid-game. I just think as we get through... Will far will find more significant changes around the mid game than the than the early game. Uh, so there was one glaring glaring thing missing from these patch notes that I was interested in on wipe day, and it was Lightkeeper. There's nothing about him. Nothing. Have I you? I haven't seen? even gone to lighthouse okay. once yet. I was going to ask. Have you seen anything? No. I haven't gone to lighthouse. I haven't gone to shoreline. The entire bridge to the lighthouse. Is filled with Claymores and you can see them and they blow up. And Deadly spent like two hours (laughs) and he found a path through where you can crawl through speedrun straps and you could like he would like walk up and he would like he would figure out which um claymores were facing which direction, which ones he would be fine because he was behind them. He would like walk up and then back up and they would blow up and he would only get hurt a little bit and he would heal up because you can't hit you can't hit like two or else you're dead. But you can like heal up, and and he found his way all. He got all the way onto the thing. You can't shoot him. You have to just walk into him. And he got on, and then he like got, and then they removed the claymores from outside the lighthouse. You know how it used to be? You'd walk up to the thing, you just blow up before you get to the lighthouse. They removed him there, yeah. and he got in the lighthouse and he got all the way to the top. And uh, there's a new door. It's not a key card. It's a keypad. And he walked up to it, and it just says "Open the door." And he clicked it, and it says "You do not have access." So he couldn't. He he. So he couldn't get access, but he got there. And then Logical Solutions tweeted, and he was like, "I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to spoil what you have to do, but Lightkeeper's in the game, and he's quest locked, and it's going to be hard to get to him. Like it's like there's like a lot of quests. I don't really know what that means, but he's in the game, confirmed. And then, uh." It's up to you to decide if you want to go, but there have been some things on Reddit being posted, um, like some cutscenes and stuff like that, that are, that are being posted on Reddit that I'm I'm assuming are being data mined. That if you'd like to go spoil for yourself, you can or not, but uh they they really did leave that as a surprise and um so he's in the game i don't I, I don't know how to get to him i don't know what quests i don't know how deep in the quest line i don't know how many quests i don't know what he sells i don't think anybody has gotten that far in the game yet um but he is in the game also nice guy tweeted out uh somebody killed zirachi and zirachi had a uh zirachi had a rig he a had bottle of
2: sriracha. he had his XW. yeah
1: he had a new face mask he had a uh, uh, AXMC with a R on it, and he had an MP7 suppressed MP7 as his secondary. And the dude okay. killed him and got out with all his stuff. And then also he had a with a ten percent durability. I actually don't know. I don't know. Um, he also had a minion that was a cultist. So it's been confirmed that Zarachi is like a little a- yellow, little-
2: <laughs> like one eyed. Yeah, yeah. One yeah. of those little minions. yeah Um. <laughs> Little yellow Kerbal just running around. Yep.
1: So, uh, so apparently it's been confirmed that he is a cultist boss, and that he can have cultists as his little yellow one-eyed minions.
2: Dude, if you're running around at nighttime and you hear banana, <laughs> you're, you're <laughs> run the other way. Run the other way, dude. Because you why know why was it, that so good? <laughs> oh my god! You know what? The best part. I've never seen minions. What? I don't. I don't even but know what god. minions sound like don't know what they look like that was just kind of a guess
1: banana oh my god that would be the best easter egg of all time this is giant (laughs) as soon as you said
2: he has a minion i was like plushy like what do you mean (laughs) like my jesus
1: christ (laughs) um so yeah so he's got he's got his little he's got his little minion so um so yeah i think that's just about everything um Oh, oh, but that's why That's why um, I was saying it feels like they're going after the mid-game more so with this patch. The hideout changes that are really significant are what we think is going to be the gym and the destructible wall, which is going to take a while to get to. The uh, shooting range is going to take a while to get to. It's going to take a while to get to the lightkeeper and even see what that whole mechanic is like. Um, and... I, and my guess not my assumption but my guess is that as we progress through the traders we're actually going to see some of the things we talked about i think we might see some of the high end ammos removed from the traders um it's just like it, it all these little chain now it's just a guess i don't even i have no evidence to back that up but it just seems like they're really going after like the level 20 to 40 area like those quests those things at that around that level of hideout is when you're going to access the new stuff so that's just like jesse kazam's guesstimation for the wipe but it seems like they're going to try and pull out the mid game more than the early game uh which kind of i'm okay with i just want i want to be able to have some stuff and not feel like every death is 30 percent of my stash but i don't want to get to a bajillion rubles super quickly so i don't know we'll see um I know that I'm not a great judge cuz I play more than 99% of the players but it's just a guess. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um yeah, one of the one of the things that <coughs>
2: um I'm sure I'll get shit for but that uh that has just been like annoying um are the like just the the prices not even just the availability of things like mm-hmm. the basic fucking ammo that you you want um, yeah. but uh but, like, just it's so annoying the prices of like, like water and shit. Yeah. Where it's like, why is water like water is literally
1: half of a rifle? Like, give Seriously. me a
2: fucking break and or twice and as expensive pa- as a double barrel. Yeah. And I don't want to have to constantly be collecting yeah. r- the random things to trade for yeah. like, you know, H202 or, you know, to have to always be picking up fucking two toothpaste so that I can get some hump back. I just, I hate the fact that the, the, um, the energy and hydration systems are complete and utter dog shit. And they're made a hundred times worse by the, um, the price and availability, uh, uh, outside of raids of, of like food and water. Like it should be like 300 fucking rubles. If you're gonna make it so that I have to have like three random food and drink items every raid, otherwise I'm constantly gonna be dying or like whatever, it's just so annoying. Yeah.
1: No, I agree. It's like I get that you wanna push us towards um like get some like get your food and water and raid and extract with it. I totally get that. But at the same time, it doesn't make sense that a water bottle is twice you can buy two double barrel shotguns for the price of a water bottle. You know what I mean? Like, like there should be some, uh, we've talked about the dark and darker method of like, it was really refreshing to have everything I need to go into a raid. Even if it all sucked, it was really nice. Pestily made a whole video about that where he was like, after playing that game, it like completely changed. So like, so like a water bottle and like some crackers that's always purchasable, never goes out of stock and is appropriately priced. Like, that would just be awesome. You know what I mean? Like
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and the fact that like a bunch of the food completely tanks your water too. Yeah. So it's like this
1: ping pong of having to have both.
2: It's just such an annoying thing in the early part of the game. Um and I'm sure it's probably a lot more annoying for people who are casual and or like worse at the game. Yeah. Than me. Hard to believe, I know. Um <laughs> but uh but like Every raid that is a good raid for me where I survive a fight and I have some loot, yeah, it takes me three hours to get to the extract yes. because I'm slow walking because I'm overweight. Yeah. And then also I'm dying because it took me so long. Like I had to take painkillers yeah. and I survived the fight, but I don't have access to good meds in the beginning. Yeah, I don't have access to infinite food and water. Like you need like three Food and drink, if you have a long, successful raid and you take multiple painkillers, to be able to then have enough time to slow walk out of a raid, yeah, and that's the only way that you can possibly make money, is by walking out with a backpack full
1: of stuff. Full of stuff! Yeah, I completely agree. And I can't do that. (laughs) I think the early game, like... For years and years and years and years, everyone's like, the early game's the best, the early game's the best, the early game's the best. I I actually like the mid-game more, and it's exactly... I think there there's a little bit of an identity crisis going on in the early game, where everybody was like, the end game, the meta, was so broken that they, they made that their North Star. They were like, this is the movement speed we want you to have at the end. And then they just drew a line to the beginning. And it feels like nobody played in the beginning. And pl- like... Like, because that it feels like this little identity crisis. where, like, what am I'm in the raid? What am I doing? What does the game want me to do? <clears throat> get stuff, kill stuff, get stuff. If I kill a scav and pick up his mosen, his backpack because I'm like, ooh, I can I have another backpack and his helmet. I'm overweight. I haven't done my quest. I haven't found food. I haven't found trinkets. I haven't. Done, I'm already overweight, and I'm already in these. And so, like, it feels like it's like. Uh, it feels like the game doesn't want me to do what the game wants me to do. You know what I mean? And then we've talked about yeah. and before about how the CMS was one of the single greatest additions to the game because it meant a rain could last longer. But then the weight system, now it feels like as soon as I do anything, I need to go because like this rate is going to be really bad. So I, I do like the theoretical concept of like, ooh, this is heavy. Do I want this car battery? Or do I not? Do I this or do I not? But it feels like we we drew that line from the end and not the beginning. And, yeah. and I get that because at, at a certain time it, there was the end game was too crazy. But like, but I definitely agree that just some of it feels like the early game. You're punished for playing the way the game wants you to play. And you're rewarded for like, th- like you're rewarded for hatchet running with guns, going with a gun, nothing else. Kill a scav, take his stuff. Now you're overweight. Get out. Well, that's what old hatchet ones used to be. And we and we used to be so objective and binary. Everybody thought hatchet runners were bad because they weren't risking anything. They weren't doing anything. But now, in a weird way, the game is forcing you back to that, like, ethos. So you're, you're not going in with a hatchet, but you're going in with a kit. You're doing one single thing, and you're leaving because you're like, I'm overweight or I have this quest or whatever. And it kind of yeah, it's losing least, that, like, we'll stay in the raid and experience the raid, you know? Yeah, at least, like, back in the day, I used to be able to kill somebody,
2: drop my armor, because it was insured, take yeah. one person's armor, wear it, take the second person's armor, and put it in my backpack, and then grab yeah. one gun and another gun now the insurance prices is like uh, i it's it's been long enough that i'm sure a lot of people don't even know or have forgotten oh, how yeah. much more expensive Very insurance expensive, is yeah. so now if you happen to have armor you you're paying like 80% of the value of the armor to maybe get it back yeah and then and you have to drop it if you want to make any money yeah before the flea market and before crafting um then you basically have to drop yeah. The shit that you have to have insured just so that you can pick up the armor. Yeah. And then even then, if you happen to have like a level four rig in your bag with some stuff inside of it. Yeah. You're slow walking, like let alone if you have a battery or yeah. anything remotely heavy like you. You're slow walking everywhere. And and people in chat have said um, a few different things like they disagree. Like one of the things is it slows the progression and that's a good thing. Well, no, they should slow the yeah. progression by slowing the progression. Not exactly. by making it so that it takes me 40 minutes exactly. to, to walk a third of the map. Because yeah. it's just fucking brain dead. Every, Make it so that it, there's more XP between levels. Yeah. If That's every,
1: infinitely better. Yeah, if every single raid you had a 33% to just get negative 5,000 XP, that would slow the progression. But that's objectively a terrible change to the yeah. game. If you want to slow the progression, slow the progression. Yep, you're yeah. absolutely Don't right. slow the progression by slowing the physical movement of my character. Yeah. Or doing anything that just feels like intrinsically is against the spirit of the game. The spirit of the game is go in and get stuff. Like, stuff is the spirit. People are like, why do you hoard? Because stuff is why we play this game. You know what I mean? Like, if you like to PvP better than that, that's fine. Like, I'm not saying PvP is bad. But, like, look at the marketing. Look at the trailers. Read the website. It's a looter shooter. It's about loot. You know what I mean? So, like, so stuff. So, to be like, stuff is why we play the game. And now you can carry 10% of the stuff. It's like, yeah, it slows it down, but it just doesn't feel good. You know what I mean? Like there are plenty dark and darkers, very hardcore, very hardcore. That game is hard, but there isn't even a weight limit. You just Should You just have a stash size. You can carry as much as you can fit in that your character. You just carry that and leave. So it's like, I completely agree with the spirit of what you're saying. Completely, by the way.
2: Yeah. Like it, they they just made it so that in the <laughs> rare cases where you get a fucking W, it's the most painful, annoying bullshit. Yeah. Like, give me the W. Yeah. Let me take the shit that I fucking earned by winning the 1v3 yeah. and by spending 20 minutes and searching everywhere and looting and finding the good stuff and don't make it so that I have to do my
1: taxes to leave the raid. Yeah, 100%. I mean, and even what you said, as simple as that is, let me run around with a bag full of stuff. Like, let let me do that and double the amount of XP I need for each level. I just, I just, like, if the, if the gameplay yeah. is fun, I'll want to play the game more so you can make the levels farther apart because I'll have fun playing the game.
2: You know what I mean? Yeah, like Exactly. People are... Uh, so many people, in, and it's not just in this, in, in this case, it's like this with everything, people are like one or two or three layers of abstraction removed from the goal. Yes. Slowing the progression is not necessarily a good thing either. Why do we want to slow progression? Yes. Well, because if you progress too fast, yeah. then there's nothing to do. So instead, the issue is not progression is too fast therefore slow your character down and make it too cumbersome to leave a raid with stuff yeah it's make it so that there's stuff to do throughout an entire yeah you know level one to level 99 throughout an entire wipe there's always stuff to do it's not
1: about progression it's not about that's such a good point (laughs) symptom of the symptom of the symptom of the problem and people don't even realize yeah well slow the progression why is that good? Is it good because you've heard the term slow the progression a lot, or do you know why we need to slow the progression? Because if we fix this thing, we don't need to slow the progression, like, yeah, yeah, no, that's that's actually a good. that's a good point. And obviously it's like the, and obviously, it's not we want to swing the pendulum all the way the other way. I don't want to be able to bring in a raid bag, fill it with eighteen car batteries at level one and full sprint with it. I'm just saying, yeah, which which is a frustrating thing in and of itself. Where it's like, as soon as we feel like we've made a good point, people are like, "Whoa, what do you want? You want me to just be able to fit an entire EOD stash in your backpack at level one?" It's like, shut yeah, up. Let me. Let me Nobody said that. Yeah.
2: Let me strawman everything you said. to So you the can extreme. hear the
1: goalposts moving if you listen. Uh, yeah. BSG just posted right now a hot fix to the game with a bunch of fixes. None of them or anything we've really talked about. Where it's like we fixed audio or anything, but a lot of like, uh, um, fixed. Uh, several technical fixes and optimizations, a lot of bugs, a lot of stuff, so I guess that's something, like, literally just now they tweeted about it, so. Interesting, okay, alright. Uh, oh, and then the other thing, the, the last thing is on the podcast that they did, they did Tarkov TV Live, where it was just, like, the um, end of the year thank the staff thing. They showed a bunch of screenshots of the arena. Go to Tarkov, go to Twitter, go to Tarkov Arena, that Twitter account, uh, and they showed off some screenshots in the arena. I have there's a lot of thoughts here and I think we'll save that for another podcast. Uh obviously I'm super excited. They tweeted um kind of like the UI, there's ranked and unranked, right now the two modes they have working are like a tournament style where you can pick like 1v1, 2v2, 3v3 and then there's like a classic team death match. Uh they showed a little bit about like the rank
2: fighter c plus
1: yeah when you like as you rank you're going to get like a currency and you can spend that currency they showed off like a spectator mode where you can actually like stand over and spectate matches and then there's like a scoreboard where like as the game plays like you'll be able to like reference the scoreboard some really really cool stuff some concerning stuff but some really really cool stuff as well very excited for the arena they didn't give a date they didn't give a when they didn't give anything but they showed some screenshots oh yeah three maps they showed that there's gonna be three maps um it's cool check it out
2: yeah yeah i'm I'm, i mean i'm looking forward to it there's one thing worth mentioning too because i had this discussion yesterday um with chad and somebody had mentioned like that they were excited for arena because they think that it would allow the devs to focus on fixing a lot of the issues and actually my (sighs) yeah my and i hate to say it but my gut reaction was the opposite like there there's going to be With Arena being so new, there's going to be 8 million Arena-specific bugs that that's what they're going to spend their time focusing on, potentially. It was basically like, you can look at it both Both ways. ways. What they're doing is maybe making it so that now they have 100 times more shit to fix. It's not like they're going to use this purely to fix the sound of the netcode. At bare minimum,
1: minimum, I think that Tarkov won't get faster at all if anything it could get slower. I agree with that. They they made a whole big deal about how they brought in a whole new team, so any of those problems could be isolated over there, but it's not like when arena releases they have more devs working on Tarkov, right? Like I yeah, think yeah. I think what people conflate there is hopefully maybe they will be able to dive farther, deeper into the spirit of Tarkov and less meta weapons and less meta that because most of the people that are just interested in engaging in PvP will be over there. And even that, I don't even know if that's true or not. But yeah, I don't I don't think development of escape from Tarkov will go quicker when Arena's there or they will have these people to fix these problems. I'm very excited for the Arena and I'm glad they're doing it this way by bringing in another team and not taking people away. But yeah, I don't know. I yeah, I definitely don't think that it's going to make Tarkov faster. Um, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, a r-
2: random side note. I saw there was a tweet from... Um, Let me see. When was it? When was it? I'm scrolling. I'm delaying. I'm stalling. I'm scrolling. <laughs> Fuck me. <Why> <laughs> uh, More minion voices. Um, Yeah. okay so it was tobias so tobias um what exactly was he before was he like a community manager at bsg for a while or what was i believe so
1: i don't remember exactly what his official capacity was but i think he was one of the community managers one of the senior community managers
2: okay but but yeah, yeah most people know tobias yeah but he's has since left and yes. he's actually working um working over at uh the blood hunt.
1: Oh yeah. Yep.
2: So but anyway, but so he tweeted after the wipe. I believe some good things have been done to Tarkov netcode. My guess is that BSG at least partially moved to a server-side authoritative system. My reasoning is that I'm seeing side effects of of such a system in the player positioning data, basically the the um like rubber banding okay and it was like i i just responded with nikita said it was server authoritative before though like oh, i just yeah yeah <laughs> I, I i just you know he didn't end up responding to yeah. me but it was like but wait wasn't bsg basically defending for so long that it was server authoritative despite all of the evidence and all the shit and everything like that um and it's funny like uh, a bunch of people sent me messages or and or responded to that tweet being like yeah but there was evidence to the contrary that it was server sort I'm like you're talking to the guy that did the video on the (laughs) netco like what the like yeah what do you mean other than battle nonsense who did it four years ago and said that the netco was so bad that he doesn't even want to do another test (laughs) yeah he literally was like, "It's so fucked that it's not even worth." I don't even want to go down that rabbit hole again. He said that like two years ago. Yeah. Um. Like the last major netcode analysis was done by me, and I said in that video that I thought that it it seemed to, to me to be client authoritative because, yeah, you know, for such and, such and such and such. But when I talked to Nikita, he said it is server authoritative. Yeah. And then I was able to square the circle to basically say, "Here's here's a universe in which he's not lying to me." But here's how I can interpret what he's saying in a way that isn't incorrect, which is you can be server authoritative and have the server say okay to everything the clients say. Yeah. The if the if the authority is a, a is a beta cup, facade <laughs> to the to the <laughs> the fucking. Uh, <laughs> this whole time when nikita's been talking about it's beta it's a beta he means like it's a beta it's a beta it's a beta male it's it's a low t beta cuck that that you know the clients are sitting there banging the server's wife um (laughs) that's basically how you should interpret it hell yeah Um, dude but then also at the same time too like i don't know how much he knew about the system how you know like for sure. Um, it was just funny seeing someone who was so close to everything, defending everything for so long, all of a sudden being like, Oh, this is great, and that it looks like there's they finally did this thing that we said we did yeah, three yeah, years yeah. ago. And I was like, Well,
1: wait a minute. <laughs> I did not notice that. Yeah, I didn't see that. That's interesting. Oi. Well, uh, I think that's just about everything. Um that's uh, that is the the Jesse Kazam Veritas podcast, the good, the bad, the ugly, with the new patch. Um, I'm still having a blast, I'm still excited to. I what one of the things I love is that we're a few days in and there's so many things I still don't know that I'm excited to learn. So, obviously, the hope is that with the big, big things like, um, the sound and some of the network and some of the frames and some of the stuff the hope is that even daily or weekly or monthly, we start to get updates on this and things get better. I'm excited to uncover some of the things that we haven't yet seen. We might see streets or we might see uh, arena, some more arena stuff in the next few months. So yeah, that's the patch. Um, we'll see. Um, I, yeah. I still think there's a lot to, to do and to talk about and stuff like that coming in the future that we'll figure out. So I'm excited for the next few podcasts, but that's kind of the early, the early stuff so uh yeah we did a podcast on a weird uh on a weird day because uh we were catching up with the wife stuff uh we had been talking in dms about like maybe next week doing something like we like do some duos and do some podcasting while we're playing um if you'd be interested in that we can talk about the things
2: normally i'm molding in chat about the things that you know i'm seeing or we're experiencing but like um it'll be interesting i don't know how the hell we'll do like the audio version yeah it'll be like or even the
1: youtube whose perspective but maybe we can do like an abbreviated interview style like 45 minutes and then we hop into some duos and we like extend it or something like that so there's like a little bit of the normal stuff if there's any like news and then we can like do i don't know we'll talk about it but there were some cool ideas The game's super fresh, so it'd be cool to, like, get in it and do some Jesse Veritas duos and stuff like that, so. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so uh, thank you guys for hanging. I'll try to edit this and get it up as soon as possible. We're running into the weekend, so it's probably still going to be Monday, but, um, yeah, thank you guys for hanging, and we'll definitely see you all on the next one. Peace.